genre. Welcome back to another Rocky Minute with a daily podcast where we cover the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. And joining us once again, Scott Corelli. Welcome, Scott. Thanks, guys. All right. Uh, today, we're knocking out Minute 9, which opens with Rocky asking a couple of turtles if they're hungry and ends with something on the mirror catching Rocky's eye. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's still going with the turtles. You know, he asks them if they're hungry, and he busts out that, that uh, food can and sprinkles in some food. And then he asks them if they want to see their their friend Moby Dick. This is what, like, I, you know, I wanted to ask you today, like, what they were trying to convey with, with Rocky's um, relationship with his pets. And I was wondering if it's more on the loneliness and having nobody really to talk to scale or the, or the kindness that's caring for animals, showing that a tough guy has a soft side. I mean, I really, I think it's both. I mean, it's, you know, it's a layered moment, uh, I think. Because, I, I mean, that's that's all you're doing at the beginning of this movie is really just setting this guy up and uh, showing you just how much of an underdog this guy is. Uh, and, in life. Yeah, just Not in just life. in the ring. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, and uh, it's really interesting. I, I'm, I'm curious about... Um, this uh rocky mariano poster uh mm-hmm. what's 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 the deal did you guys look up uh rocky mariano is this who is this guy um rocky marciano oh is, marciano uh, sorry yeah he was he was uh the guy probably one of the first famous fighters um mm-hmm. in the 20s um i did you look up rocky marciano i mean he's just they call him one of the best heavyweight fighters of all time. He undefeated. I believe he's like forty something and oh in fights, forty nine and oh, forty six and oh, something like that. Yeah, he's, he's a legendary boxer. But the the one thing um, people always wonder if the if the name Rocky came from Rocky Marciano. I haven't found any confirmation that it has or has not. Mm-hmm. But they said when they describe um, the three things about Rocky Marciano that everybody talks about was that his punching power, his stamina, and his iron chin that he would be able to take a shot. And that pretty much sums up Rocky oh, wow. Balboa. And, you yeah. know, he, he's known for stamina, taking taking punches, not quitting, and and his, and his power. So, hmm. I think they hung it up there as a little symbolic, uh, you know, what's up with you know gesture. tribute to him? Yeah, symbolic gesture to him. Yeah. To Rocky Marciano is you know a great fighter, a great heavyweight. I, th- I think every every professional fighter too, if you know, if you ask them who you know what kind of fighter from the past they would want to be two names would come up it'd be either be muhammad ali or rocky marciano and one thing i said that i i am thrilled that they didn't do and if they were making this movie today is they kind of just leave it there rocky marciano is you know he's one of the most well-known fighters and and they kind of just just show show the poster there rocky doesn't acknowledge it he just grabs moby dick and brings him back over to the table it's just like a quick a quick flash. If they were making it today, he would probably have a conversation with the poster, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of drive home the point. Because they, I don't know, they they feel the need to overexplain things. I see it seems today. Yeah, well, and and also, you know, what I like about Rocky is, um, you know, he'll he talks to 
the only things that he in you know are arguably inanimate things that he talks to are animals mm-hmm. and graves. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. You know, I I I don't remember him talking to a lot of like you know photos or pictures or things like that because he's sort of uh, you know he he's he's not. He has a dream, but he doesn't consider it a fantasy. He's not a fantasy t- chasing guy. And so, you know, the things that he's going to talk to are things that he feels are real, which are, you know, like animals. They're alive. Like, I'm going to talk to animals. And then this grave I'm going to talk to because obviously, you know, he might not be a religious guy, but he, he obviously believes in something. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, because of uh, the way that he interacts with uh, gravestones and things like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I, so I just, I think, I think he's a grounded, he's a grounded guy despite having this like big lofty dream. And, and so he's not going to do things like talk to posters and stuff. <laughs> that makes sense. If you look at this mantle though, where the Rocky Marciano posters hanging, like you had talked about, like when you're poor, you don't have like, you just like to collect things and keep things and hold on to things. Like, there's just such random things on this mantle. Like, there's these random trophies. I, you can't even tell what they're for. Like, these little trophies right here. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a picture of a mallard duck, a football. Yeah. It's just, like, weird, whatever this box is. You weird things just sitting on the mantle that like, you don't even... I don't know if they were put there on purpose. You know, there's also, like, a football trophy back here. Yeah, it might be. Because when he goes over to the mirror, there's a, a picture of a football player. Yeah. But in this picture right here is, a, like, some kind of football game going yeah. on. There's just such random objects all over this mantle. Yeah. And even the Marciano poster, uh, it's it's weathered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean it looks like he it looks like he dug it out of the trash and was like, I can't believe someone would throw this out. <laughs> yeah. You know? You're probably right about it. And in fact they I think they um they make a mention to that in the in the script. They describe his uh one room apartment as drab with, with a curling curling boxing poster of Rocky Marciano tacked on the wall. Yeah. Nailed against the far wall is a mattress. The mattress is used as a punching bag. Stuffing spills out of it. Rocky drops his coat on the floor, puts on a pair of glasses, crosses a small turtle bowl. Seeing that's when he's uh, engages the turtles. But the the other thing I was wondering, uh, we find out later, maybe Rocky Balboa or, or something that that his name isn't actually Rocky. It's Robert. His birth name is Robert Balboa. And I was thinking uh, maybe he nicknamed himself after Rocky Marciano. Or maybe somebody in his, if he was training boxing as a kid, maybe somebody nicknamed him Rocky Marciano because of his fighting style or what. But I definitely think that there's some kind of connection there. I, I'm I'm thinking that he was trying to do something other than just put um, something other than just putting a poster of a fighter on the wall. Yeah, I mean, you know, the kinds of circles that he hangs out in. Um, you know, those guys, when they give you a nickname, it's, it's usually based on nothing. Um, and, and so if they were calling him Rocky after Rocky Marciano, I, I imagine it's just because he's Italian. Right. Yeah. That um, makes sense. And that's it. That's the only connection I would imagine. Um, but now I think once he got that name, I could see, you know, Rocky saying like, okay, so now everyone calls me Rocky. That's going to be my fighting name. Now I got to earn that name. And I got to I got to I got to fight like Marciano did. Like I got to I got to you know, put in the work and I got to be as good as he was. 
Yeah, I could I could see that. I mean, that's the beauty of this is you can you can create the backstory however you want, and it it'll make sense however you want to make it. Yep. You notice the uh, the only thing going on in this is that song on the record player. It's just like a nice kind of mellow little guitar thing. It's called "Summer Madness" by Cool and the Gang, mm. and it's just I mean, it's it, it, it's. It speaks of the 1970s. It kind of has that, especially once the uh, the keyboards come in with the, I don't even know what the hell you call that, the way the notes go up. Like it holds a note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the sustained notes. Yeah, yeah. sustained. Yeah. Uh, it was supposed to be another, like a, like a Motown song, uh, All in the Game by Tommy Edwards in the script. But, I mean, I don't, I don't see this being, being a scene where, where a Motown song would, like no. make you make you feel feel the scene, you know. Right. I don't know. It's just right. it's just a great a great background sound mm-hmm. to what's going on here. I, I also like the change of uh, Rocky not dropping his coat on the floor. Yes, like the script says. Yeah. Um. I I like that he has a makeshift coat rack. <laughs> uh. Because that's what Rocky would do. Like, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't want to be living in squalor. So he's going to do anything he can to make it feel like he's not. And if that means, you know, giving himself a coat rack, then he's going to make himself a coat rack by just stabbing something into the wall. <laughs> Sticking a machete into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. You know, yeah. whatever, whatever works, you know, like he, he wants to, he wants to pretend that the life that he's, like I said, you know, he's faking it until he makes it. Yeah. Yeah. And and he also like if you notice here you get a good look at the the space that he uses like it's it's a funk he makes it a functional space by by using that that dirty mattress as a punching bag and um, the pull up bar o- over the head you know he just that's all he has so that's so he's gonna make the most out of what he got which isn't much and and it's funny because he goes over to the air mattress and like like throws a couple of air punches at it. Probably every time he walks past that thing, he does that. Right. When he was walking home, he was throwing some air punches. <laughs> yep. It's this guy's life. He's he's always training. Yeah. Always. I mean, that's what that ball is about, really. You know, when he's he's throwing it and catching it, he's just kind of keeping his motor skills, uh, you know, at 100%. Well, does it, is it in um, Rocky 3 where he's using, where he's bouncing a racquetball as like a part of a tactic to to get faster so apollo speed. yeah apollo yeah with apollo. With apollo. yeah yeah so it's functional grip it also tightens up uh strengthens your grip yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean you got a pull-up bar in the kitchen slash living room here he's always always on his mind training and fighting and he goes over to the mirror and he hangs his hat on a knife that's sticking out of the wall <laughs> again he doesn't have a hat rack so he's gonna make one yeah but it's one of those that that's absolutely something my grandpa that I mean, that's such like the kind of guy that my grandpa was like, it, it, you know, we'd be like, I, I need this thing. I was like, OK, well, let's go to the store and buy one. He's like, yeah, what for? And he'll just <laughs> he'll, he'll 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 make it out of just junk he's got lying around or whatever. He's like, yeah, it's it's good enough. There we go. Um, and it's not like he was a cheap guy like he would, you know, we, we'd go out to eat or something and he'd throw money around all over the place. But. That felt like something that was worthwhile. Whereas, you know, what do you need a hat rack for? I'll just stab something in the wall. You put your hat right there. Like it's that's good enough. It's, yeah, good enough for now. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the principle to live by. Right. 
it's uh it's one of those knives that has like the the brass knuckle grip where yeah. the where you mm-hmm. put your fingers through the holes it's like mm-hmm. a it's a pretty deadly looking knife and and oh, yeah. underneath the picture of his of his folks is another knife looks like it's just sticking it's a out of a sword type of a sword yeah <laughs> like just sticking out of the wall or or a table or something he's just got knives everywhere but i bet Home like you defense, said I guess. <laughs> or or everyone has a purpose like that's that might be his toothbrush holder <laughs> so so then he he starts uh he starts talking to himself in the in the mirror about the turtle food mm-hmm. he's he's saying like um like uh i bought this turtle food it has more moss than flies and wait no it has more flies than moss before he goes who the hell cares like what what is this about oh he's oh he's he's practicing what he's gonna say to adrian oh my god how did i miss that like (laughs) he's working on his pickup line in the mirror like we all haven't (laughs) done that how the hell did i miss that (laughs) <laughs> oh man! All right, now it makes makes all the sense. And then, in the world. as much as he rehearses it, like we've all done, he messes it up when it comes time to <laughs> to actually right. use it. Oh man, I feel like a dope. Yeah, he's practicing <laughs> pickup lines. <laughs> it's, I mean, you know, it's it. What, but what's so great about it is it's the kind of thing where when you're watching it the first time, you know, you, that's not something that you're gonna pick up on. No, and, right. I mean, I'm sure I didn't notice it. I probably didn't notice it the first 50 times I saw this movie, you know, but, but, uh, you know, you, you don't realize it because it's not, it's not establishing anything. He's just right, talking yeah. to himself in the mirror about the, that you don't know, you don't know that he knows someone who works at the pet store that he has a crush on. Like, you don't know any of that. And right, everybody's um, reactions just like mine was, <laughs> what the right. hell is he doing? But I think what? pretty pretty much everything that you're seeing, you know, is constantly like, what is he doing? Like, yeah. why, <laughs> what is going on here? And you know, it starts to fall into place later on. And it's really easy to just chalk up all the weird stuff he does. At, it's like, oh, this guy's just punch drunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, and maybe he is a little, but there's a there's a method to his madness. But also, when you watch this and you're watching this scene, and you're like, what is he doing here? What is he talking to us about malts and flies? And then when you get to the part where he goes and he puts the lines on Adrian and you're like, oh, that's what he was doing. Now you're wondering, what else did I miss? Like, what are oh, all yeah. the other things that he did? And I was like, why is he doing that? And, you know, and I or things that he little things that he did and you missed it. And then you see later, like, oh, I have to go back and watch this again now and see if I missed anything else. Yeah. Thank God we're covering it minute by minute. Oh, we got to sure. pick up all those nuances. <laughs> one that I missed, the major one that I missed. Yeah, that was, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. You know you've been in the mirrors practicing pickup lines in your your childhood. <laughs> well, something in the mirror catches his eye just at the very last uh, second of this minute. Um, after he mm-hmm. says, "Who the hell cares?" and throws the can in the sink. Is that a sink over there? But uh, you know, I mean, we find out it's it's one of the pictures, which you know we'll get to tomorrow. But that's all I have for today. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, um, Scott. If uh, if you were to rank oh the Rocky movies, oh boy. Um, well, uh, I I think um, I, I mean uh, as it stands, I think Rocky is the best one. Uh, this first one. I mean, I don't I don't think that you'd get a lot of arguments for people, except for like you know people who just like ironically love Rocky Four. Um, that was us. But that was us. That's- <laughs> 
That was us. Um, and we, well, well, before you go, um, the, the thing I wanted to point out is, is we, we do ironically love Rocky Four, and we put it at the top because obviously far and away Rocky is is the best best film. But mm-hmm. I don't. I want to go with your your love, your your heart, your personal taste. Okay. Not well, what's not what is the best made. Okay. Well, if that's the case, um, uh, I have a reason for this, but uh, bear with me. Rocky <laughs> okay. Two is my favorite. Okay. Um, and but Rocky Two is my favorite up until the fight. Um, so if you take the fight out of Rocky Two and you end the movie with him deciding to get back in the ring. Uh, Rocky two, I think is a masterpiece. The uh, um, struggle, uh, the internal struggle, yeah, the struggle of like dealing with being a celebrity, something that he wanted, like being the champ, uh-huh. you know, yeah. in, a, in a way. And like dealing with like the awkwardness and how all of this stuff is not fun. And, and, you know, dealing with, you know, uh, I think getting married to Adrian and, 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 you know, having a wife and that whole thing and all, all of that stuff. Um, I think is really great. And just the idea of, you know, the doctor saying like, you cannot do this again. Like, don't, don't go back in the ring. Like you can't, you can't do this. Um, and it's stuff that they repeat in later movies. Um, but in the second one, I think it's, it's most poignant. And I think that ultimately when he decides like, no, I need to know if I'm really the champ or not. Cause that whole movie is about him sort of like second guessing himself. Like, is this really what I wanted? Is this really what my thing is? And then he decides to get back in that ring in that, that scene where he's um, sort of like alone in mm-hmm. the, uh, the ring or whatever, before it opens up for the, for the public. And he sort of is like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I think if you would have ended the movie there, I, that movie is perfect. And then I think that the fight at the end I mean, it just, it just, it just sort of like, uh, you know, it, it's a, it's, it's a, Rehash. that movie is about, yeah, that movie is about him coming to the decision of whether or not he's going to get back in the ring or not. It's not about him winning. Right. Yeah. And, and so once he's made the decision to get back in the ring, the movie should be over. It's like um, they put the fight scene in there just to please the, the fans that want to see a fight. Exactly. Exactly. So if you take the fight out, that one's my favorite. Um, Cause I, I, I love him dressed as a caveman. And no. all that stuff. <laughs> like it's so, it's so goofy and awkward and I, I, I love it. You know, um, um, b- um, before you, you go on that, the scene where, where um, he's asking um, Mickey, if he would train him again in, in the hallway to his apartment, like it, it's a really like a beautiful scene because you see Rocky just crumbling when he, when he realizes he can't do it anymore or he's, mm-hmm. he shouldn't do it anymore. Like that, you're right about that. That's, I think I got to re rethink my list. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one of, one of the best sequels ever, I would say, uh, cause they successfully, again, without the fight in it, they successfully make a, a, a worthy continuation of his story from this one. Can't argue um, with you. Yeah. Um, so, so Rocky two is my favorite, then Rocky, then Rocky Balboa. Uh, am I, wait, am I putting Creed in this? Creed's a different franchise, right? We're going to consider that different. We, we kind of got, went back and forth on that a little bit. I, I would say for the, for the purposes of what we're doing, it's going to be separate. Okay. Okay. So then, 
Uh, so then, uh, what I say? I said Rocky, R- Rocky two, Rocky one, Rocky Balboa, uh, Rocky five, Rocky three, Rocky four. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Gotta respect yeah. it. <laughs> Rocky five. I I like Rocky five. I know I know uh, it's sacrilege or whatever, but I I I like Rocky five. I like him becoming a trainer. I like. Uh, him training a kid that he sees a lot of himself in, but the difference is that you know th- this idiot wants to be famous more than he wants to be a good fighter. Yeah, uh, I like uh, Rocky. Yeah. I I think the story's great. I just think that that fight scene at the end just ruins the entire movie. I, I think Tommy Morrison ruins it because he's just a terrible actor. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you take he definitely Tom- is. I, I, all right. I'll, I'll I'll concede and say with a better actor. As Tommy Morrison's part, that that would have been a phenomenal movie. Yeah, and I like his like the the whole thing with his son, where like he wants he wants his son to be uh, like a a boxer, but like his son isn't that kind of person, and and so he's like kind of focusing all his attention because he doesn't he doesn't know how to be a father to this kid, like because he's just like I don't know anything about you, like you're kind of a dweeb, like I don't <laughs> like that's. Not me. I don't. I don't know how to be your dad, but I know how to be this guy's dad. And then he sucks at that because that kid's not his son, so he doesn't respect him. And there's a lot going on in that movie that I just really, really love. I, I, I the story sounds great. Like if you're telling me about this story, you know, and you like you just told it with he has this he has this real son, but he's got this other guy, and you know he's trying to. Yeah, the story sounds wonderful. I, yeah, there's something does. about it. I, I really think that the whole fight at the end kind of ruined it for me. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know the the, uh, the guy that's supposed to be the Don King uh, promoter. Terrible. They missed the mark on that. That was a, that was a little much. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Don, the Don <laughs> King thing. I mean, I'll see. Was a little much. And then and the street fight. The street fight is again. It was just a situation where, like the end of Rocky Two, you don't need that stupid fight. Right. You don't need it. You don't need it at all. The movie Fans is fine movies. without it. But people come to a Rocky movie. Especially the one that was being touted as the final Rocky movie, they want to see Rocky fight, and so they tried to they tried to wedge a fight in there that didn't belong in there, uh, and uh, and we get we get this weird street fight thing uh, that happens. But despite that, you still you still rank it higher than Rocky Four. Yeah, well, yeah, I do. <laughs> Rocky Four, Rocky Four is a really like I said. I really just think of all of these as equal. Like, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't ever just watch one Rocky movie. I start at the beginning and go all the way to the end. Um, it's like trying to pick your favorite child. You just right, right. Um, but if uh, but if I have to rank them, that's how I rank them. But I, I'll still watch Rocky Four over uh, most movies. Well, well, that, well, that's the point I was watching. Right. Well, yeah, that's the point watchable. I was going to make is that. Um, the the weird thing is, if I told you the two stories side by side, the story in Rocky Five, with the, is very complex. There's a lot of things going on, and basically the story in Rocky Four is just his friend wanted to fight the guy, the guy killed him, so he wanted to revenge that death and fought the guy. Like that's pretty much it. There's and then, pretty much nothing to it. But, and then and then stops the Cold War. And yeah. the Cold War. Yeah. <laughs> but I I think the the Rocky Four was more of a watchable movie. Like it was more exciting to watch. It was visually you know more attractive. So I think like I said, Rocky it's Five. Short. Was, Right. Yeah, it is. Right. It is. I think it's less than 90 minutes, isn't it? It's like 80-something yeah. minutes. It's really short. <laughs> it's all montages. It's yeah. That movie is like 80% montages. <laughs> <laughs> the music's good. Ah, the, uh, the 80s. Ah, yeah. loved it. 
Um, yeah. And the so, uh, and the fight, the fight was the fights were huge productions, not just like not just the boxing match, you know. Right. Absolutely. Like even the even the way the uh, the final fight is shot is just like with the with the slow motion stuff and the one image over the next. I'm so I'm so curious. They keep they keep threatening a Creed two. Yeah. And uh, doing doing it as a direct sequel to Rocky four, and which makes sense to a certain I, it makes sense to a certain extent, but then it also doesn't because it's like that kid. I mean, you know, he doesn't. You didn't even know his dad. Like, what do you like? That seems like a weird thing, weird string to pull on. But all right. Um, but I, I, I'll be curious to see what they do, what it does to the tone of a Creed sequel, uh, because it really feels like it escalates to Rocky Four. The franchise does, and I think that part of the reason why Rocky Five is uh, seen as so low on most people's lists is because you escalate very naturally to Rocky four. Like it, it, it's like a, it's like a lobster in boiling water. Like you don't know what's happened. Um, and all of a sudden <laughs> he's stopping the cold war and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> How did we get here? Uh, from this guy walking down the streets of Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but then, and then it's like tonal whiplash when you get to Rocky five, which is back to a tone of like a Rocky two or a Rocky one. And and I think that tonal whiplash was was difficult for some people. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they tonally rectify, you know, Creed versus Rocky Four. Um, how how you I don't know I don't even know it doesn't even feel like they belong in the same world. It's it's so strange. I don't know how they're going to do that, but I'll be I'll be there day one for sure. Definitely check it out. All right. Well, that's all until tomorrow. Um, you join us for one more day, Scott. Of course. Awesome. All right. So if you're asking yourself, is it better if turtle food has more moths or flies? You're just going to have to come back tomorrow and find out on the next Rocky Minute.